Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Decision Hour. I'm Adam, and with me, as always, I got Patty. Patty, how are you? Hey, good morning, Adam. I'm great. How are you today? I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. It's always good to uh, chat with you and be doing these shows with you. So how are things with you? Awesome. Loving sunny Florida. I mean, it's funny because our state is a lot cooler than a lot of other states right now. (laughs) And we're in Florida, so go figure. Yeah. Well, I'm up in Pennsylvania this week, and it seems a little... It's a little warm up here, so uh, I'm thinking about. I bought one of those little kitty pools because I recently got a puppy, so I'm gonna be putting on the uh, swim trunks later and sitting in the pool with the dog, teaching her how to swim. So, that's. Are you uh, gonna take pictures? Probably <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you'd like that. No, that's. <laughs> let's put those on. Yeah, the let's site. not. Let's not. No, believe me, nobody wants to see that. Um, so, listen, folks, you're listening to the Decision Hour. Welcome. Uh, we got a very, very special guest for you today. Um, she is the founder and uh, of a um, a summit called the Single Parent Summit that's coming up here uh, in about a week or so. And so we're uh, excited to have her on. We're going to jump right in. I'm going to bring her on right now. So Miss Tanya Adlita, did I say that right? You did indeed. Good All morning. Right. How are you? I'm well. I was trying really hard not to giggle about the conversation of you and the puppy and the kitty pool because uh, I'm in Pennsylvania as well. And at least the heat wave just broke. But um, but yeah, I'm with Patty. I think that we need to see pictures or anything. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. They'll be, yeah, sure. I will be more than happy to post pictures of the puppy. So that's because <laughs> that's all you guys are going to get. So I think you found a loophole, Patty. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, listen, thank you so much for for um, being on the show with us today. Why don't you we're, let's jump right into it. Go ahead and tell our listeners about yourself. About myself. All right. Let's see here. Uh, so. Man, first thing I thought of was my kids. And I guess that's a pretty good perspective to come from, you know, with the idea of the Single Parent Summit. I have uh, two amazing children. My son is 16, my daughter is 15. Um, We have, you know, kind of this adventurous life that we we tend to create in the idea that even if something doesn't go quite according to plan, um, we take it as an adventure. And I think that's become a really big piece of not only uh, what I'm trying to create for them in my parenting role, but also how I look at my own life. You know, just this idea of the adventure continues, like what's going to happen next? And, you know, we start into to, uh, all the twists and turns of things. That's awesome. Now, you said you, your kids are a little bit older, teen teen years, and I believe one of them is is driving or getting ready to start driving. You know, at this point, the jury is out. It is quite possible that his sister, who is 15 months younger, may actually beat him to the license. Really? So, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. He and um, my dad are rebuilding an old 69 Mustang together which has been like ridiculously fun to watch them work on. But at the same time, he just doesn't quite seem as motivated as his younger sister is to get the license. He's an incredibly motivated individual. I don't mean like that, but specifically right. when it comes to driving. Yes. Um, so who knows? Yes. Like I said, jury's out. Now, I remember talking to that young man of yours. He's a very fun young man. So you're doing a very, very good job with him. Thank you. Um, I recently had, uh, my son was out here visiting and we had our first driving uh, experience together. Yikes, how'd it go? <laughs> I see, <laughs> funny story, true story. Uh, I have uh, a, a manual transition car, so mine's, mine's a stick shift, and 
it, you know, we went out out in the sticks, you know, because you're you're in Pennsylvania as well, and it was like, all right, nobody's around, whatever. Here's what you need to do, and it was he did he did good, but he was so terrified, like his knuckles were white, and I'm telling him to like, you know, you got to shift and do this and this, and finally he just pulls over. He's like, I want an automatic. <laughs> <laughs> I would be right there with him. I still, to this day, I'm 41 and I still don't know how to drive a stick shift. So yeah, I'm right there with them, especially, oh my goodness, the twisty, turny, you know, we get some hilly roads back here, oh, all yeah. that No, stuff. I found like, it, it was like maybe a thousand feet. And I was like, you can drive, you can't even turn around. Like I'm going to get out, turn around, <laughs> I'll turn the car around and then we get back in and you go in a straight line. And he, uh, it was just trying to grasp the concept of like driving, look at the mirrors, you know, whatever there, there was a couple cars that passed and, and I, I honestly thought that we were, I was going to have to buy new tires because he was getting really close to the curb oh boy. and I was just like, <laughs> so, but he's like, I, I said, Hey, how do you feel now? He's like, I'm really in no rush. And I was like, yeah, good. Good. Yeah, I think that's kind of where, where my son Christian is. Um, and I think there was also a very specific video during the driver's training that was fairly impactful um, in the sense of just the, the gravity of, you know, getting behind the wheel. And what does that really mean in terms of, you know, you are not only holding your own life in your hands, but any other passengers or, you know, any of the rest of it. So I think that there's a double-edged sword there. I'm like, okay, you got it. And you're still very capable. Like, you know, this is, this is okay. We all do this. Right. Patty, do you have any experience with your, Patty's got two, two kids, three kids. Patty's got three. Patty, ever experienced this with any of your kids? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much have experienced everything with my three kids. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was the driving? Cause your kids are a little bit older. It's, what, what was the driving experience like? When, when well, the kids are. to me, the whole experience is just terrifying. <laughs> 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 so me oh, being the, the control freak that I am, I have a very difficult time with other people driving in the first place. But then when it's my children, it's even a little bit more difficult. Um, so um, I just remember the first time I took my oldest daughter out driving, we were on an old country road and um, we're driving down the road and I was like, oh, Ashley, look out for that mailbox. And she's like, mom, it's on the other side of the road. I'm fine. And I'm like, oh, just be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I have lots of stories, but yeah, <laughs> nice. it, it's an experience for sure. Oh my goodness. So true. Well, Tanya, you have an event coming up and that you'd started called the Single Parent Summit. Okay, and it, it's it's pretty interesting, and uh, you and I connected through a mutual friend. And uh, why don't you tell our listeners about this event that's like literally right around the corner? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, this is our second year with the Single Parent Summit, and it started last year with this idea of no one's really talking to the single parents and especially single parent entrepreneurs by way of, hey, we're in this together, we can do this, and here's more resources to help. A lot of the single parent groups that you see, um, 
<laughs> they may have been really well-intentioned to start, but a lot of times they turn into places to bash the X or, you know, commiserate with how hard life is. And I, I don't mean to say that life is easy by any means, but also I think that there's something that's missing there. It's kind of like, you know, yeah, this is the current reality. It is really hard. We validate that. Absolutely. And here's the potential that we have. And here's the possibility of what we can create in this role of being single parents. And what is really fun for me is we take a really wide lens on what a single parent is. I mean, most people will think that divorce is the number one cause. And it it probably is. I haven't run the stats. I don't know. But we also look at divorce, so widows and widowers and, you know, what that means for them because it's a very different experience than divorce. And yet a lot of the reality of raising kids in that environment is very similar. We also look at our military families and, you know, while we're working through deployments, we have the primary parent who is at home and then the other parent who could be abroad and literally, you know, putting their life on the line for not only our country, but for all of us in our single parent families as well. So we have a really soft spot there. And then we also look at, you know, kind of what I call like the road warriors. You know, you get the families who um, one spouse might be on the road two, three weeks out of the month. And then the other is, you know, kind of running home base. So that could be anything from if they're working, if they're incarcerated, if they're in rehab, or if they're just totally emotionally unplugged and not invested as a parent. So we get to look at a lot of different things, you know, for all the different community members that come into our group about how we can best support them on all levels. That's a lot. I mean, that's that's quite a large <laughs> group of of people um, there, and and you immediately you think single parent when you hear that. You just think, okay, divorce or never married with with a child of, mm-hmm. of some sort. At least you know that's where my small minded brain goes to right away. But then, like you said, you have the ones that are like in my experience. I'm, I'm on the road a lot, although. There, there isn't another parent. It's just me. And then you have like the ones that are incarcerated or, or military families, which I'm also very familiar with, um, you know, when you have the deployed one. So it's, 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 it's such a wide spectrum of, of, you know, single parent, uh, if, if you will. And so what kind of tools or what can people expect? Actually, let me, let me take a step back for those that are listening right now. And you want to get in on this single parent summit, where can they go? <laughs> they can go to the single So there is a the in that URL. So the single um, And two things that I wanted to mention too, just this idea of, you know, kind of that wide lens. Some of the different, even the speakers that we've had, which I'm so excited about, of course, you being one of them, but this idea of people not feeling like they had a place to be. You know, one of our speakers who, um, she's actually the founder of Raising a Powerful powerful Girl. Good grief, I had such a hard time saying that on air too, and I still can't say the word powerful girl. There we go. Anyway, um, you know, we had this conversation about just the idea. She said, I, I felt like a single parent, excuse me, but I didn't feel like I could say that because then there's such this, you know, idea of I don't want to take anything away from the single parent experience. And yet at the same time, I am on my own three weeks out of the month. So, you know, what do I do with that? So I think that was something that, you know, it continues to come back to me as um, just validation that, yeah, there's not a place for a lot of um, a lot of these families to really plug in. 
Um, and then the second thing that I wanted to point out too is that something else I'm really excited about this year is we also have um, an opportunity to gift the registration. So even if you don't know, or even if you are not a single parent or you don't fit into any of these buckets, you probably know someone who does. So if that's something that you wanna be able to treat them to, and then uh, we also are doing a scholarship, a pay it forward. So you can actually provide half of the registration fee for a single parent who uh, this would be a you know kind of a, a hardship for them financially right now. I'm so glad you brought those two things up, and we'll touch more on that near the end of the uh, programming today. But uh, I'm really glad you brought that up. So, single parent summit, singleparentsummit.com. Yep. Go to that right That's now. It. Listen, if you're already online, if you're listening to this, it means you're already online. Go open up another browser and go <laughs> log in and check this out. You really got to check this out. And we posted this on, uh, it's on the Heroes Media Group. It's on the Decision Hour uh, Facebook page. Uh, it's going out on Twitter, Instagram and stuff today. And we're going to be promoting this quite a bit over the next couple of days. Well, up into uh, and through uh, the summit when it ends and stuff. So you really want to check it out. Some great speakers. The lineup that you have was pretty cool. Uh, I went through a lot of the lineups and stuff last night, just trying to browse to see who else was was up there and everything like that. I'm honored that you you asked me to be a part of it, so thank you. Absolutely. Um, So I I got a parenting question for you. As a single parent, what have you, what has been the most difficult thing about being a single parent for you? Oh. Let me let me let me make it a little bit easier because you got kids that are that are teenagers. So I will say, within the last five years, what's been the hardest thing for you? Okay, um, and actually, if you don't mind, I will. I'll do this as a two stepper mm-hmm. because I think. Um, probably the hardest thing for me at the very beginning was just this idea of completely running on fumes and not knowing what I didn't know. Like I knew that I was entering into this whole new world, but I had no idea what to expect. Um, And I was completely depleted. I mean, just absolutely fried. The corporate job that I was working at the time didn't provide health insurance. So I was working, uh, you know, 20 hours a week at Starbucks to get my health insurance. And then I would go over and I would work 40, 50, sometimes 60 hours at the corporate job and then try and, you know, race back at the kids from the after school program before the fine started, you know, like all of that, that was my, that was my day in and day out. And, uh, you know, I got to the point pretty quickly on that my body was producing so much adrenaline that my heart couldn't keep up with it. So I, I lost consciousness and kind of, you know, passed out and it was just not very pretty time of life. But there was something magical even kind of in that experience. There's this quote from Plato that I absolutely love and I, I've probably mentioned it to you a thousand times already. But this idea that an unexamined life is not worth living. And I'd always loved the quote, uh, you know, even in high school and college, but it wasn't until that moment in and out of consciousness on the bathroom floor of realizing, oh, oh, this is for me right here, right now. What is it that I really want in my life? Because I have a feeling I'm burning myself out for a life I don't even want. You know, I hated the corporate job. I didn't see my kids at all. What was the point? So that led me on, you know, kind of this self-discovery journey, which of course brought me back into entrepreneurship. Um, so that would be the, the very first piece of just the like, oh dear God, what have I done? <laughs> and, you know, that moment. 
I think more recently, there's um, there definitely gets to be those times where it'd be so helpful to have another set of hands. It, not just hands like, you know, physically, but yes, because I went and bought an old fixer upper house. So that would be very helpful right now <laughs> to have an extra pair of hands for that. But I think just having another person in the mix right. for perspective, for emotional support, for the, you know, hey, go get them tiger, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, so not even within the family dynamics, um, but just, yeah, I, I think that the I'm almost ready, not quite, but I'm almost ready to consider that kind of partnership again. And so I think that that's kind of where that realization is pointing me. Wow. I just went when like seven no, different no, directions. No, but that. that's good because it had me thinking like, you know, I've been, uh, my son's 15. I've been a single parent for 14 years. And I remember at the beginning, there was no transition because I was still in the military at the time. So it was kind of like, battlefield courtroom hey welcome to fatherhood like Jeez. all in one in, in in one fair swoop and there wasn't any time to just like okay just get up and like for me i was just like well my dad this is, you're supposed to do this and i i was surrounded by enough people oh this is gonna sound really bad how do i want to say it you know what whatever i've been <laughs> surrounded by enough people that that we're not good parents, so to speak. Mm. And, and I say that meaning there are people who are meant to be parents that gradually care, they get up, they take care of kids. And then there are people who should not be procreating at, at all. And, you know, I was in one of those situations where the other part probably shouldn't, don't get me wrong, I'm very blessed to have my son. I love him to death. He's my motivation. He's my life. Now that that's said, the other part of that is, no, never, just shouldn't have a kid. And that's okay. I get that. Um, so moving forward from there, it was, how do you, it, I, I didn't know. And, and I was yeah. looking for like, you know, some book and some of the books about parenting out there are written by, you know, expert doctors. And then you look at their bio and there's like, never had a kid or don't do this. Right. And, this and you're just like. <laughs> Oh, you're writing a book and you're a doctor on parenting, yet you don't have kids yourself. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then I realized, eventually I, I just realized, you just, you just, I just got, you have to get in that mindset, you just get up and you do it. Mm -hmm. There's no right, there's no wrong. I guess for me, the grading scale of whether or not I'm a good parent is if my son is, you know, pardon the expression not a douchebag and and you know <laughs> he, he's a he's a, a good kid he's respectful he's not a jerk to other people that kind of a thing i guess yeah absolutely you know what i mean do you find that i mean you have a, a, a large network obviously with this summit do you do you see other parents that are out there that kind of deal with that same thing that have that maybe struggle with Hey, am I doing a good job? Or, or the question that I've, I've struggled with that for many, many years. And it wasn't really up until probably the last three years where I finally got to a point where I'm just like, I have to stop beating myself up for this because he's going to grow up and, and I'm missing all this stuff because I'm so stressed out of whether or not I'm doing a good job or doing the right thing. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. It's a conversation we have very often uh, in the single parents on that community because I think that 
there's a this piece, I mean, we call it mom guilt, but it applies to both genders, uh, you know, in the idea of, and how funny it is that mom guilt is a thing, but we never talk about dad guilt. Like you guys have it too, but it is not, um, it's not something that we acknowledge within society. So there's all of this extra pressure and, you know, you've got all of the, the studies that are out right now that talk about the burden of, um, the household management, how often that falls to the women's shoulders and things like that. So I say that specifically with this idea of, as a single parent, we have so much pressure on ourselves, whether it's from society that we have adopted or that we've internalized what we think someone else is thinking about us. And therefore we're judging ourselves against someone that we don't even know yeah. what the heck they're actually thinking. We just think they're thinking this. Right. Um, so yeah, that is, it's incredibly common. And it's so funny because I think you know, I love what you said, this idea of like, you know, two, three years ago that you're saying, yeah, I'm done thinking about this because it really is as simple as making a decision to believe that we are doing the best we can with what we have in this moment. And I think about that, you know, kind of the running joke, I'm, I'm coming out of the world of weddings. I've been in the wedding industry for 20 years now. Uh, and the the kind of side thing is that I'm the twice divorced wedding planner. So let me tell you how much guilt and shame comes with that concept. But it, it took me a while to be able to say it and, you know, kind of laugh with it, but also to embrace the positive piece there. You know, the idea of clearly I'm a romantic, clearly I'm an optimist. Uh, you know, I believe in love. I believe in marriage. And at the same time, there was something that I needed to own in that process. And that comes back to this idea of I made the best decision I could in that moment with the information I had. And when I got different information, I made a different decision and that's okay too. So it's safe to say that you took those experiences and learned from them to help. Oh yes. <laughs> propel forward and, and whatnot. That's, yeah, absolutely. Yes, I, I mean, think I think really, key. isn't that kind of the whole idea of of this journey that we're on? If we can't learn from the experiences that we're having, we are destined to repeat that level of learning in some way, shape or form. So until we get the lessons, life's just going to keep handing yeah, it to it us would. over and over again. <laughs> it might have a different face, but man, it's the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> I, I laugh because it's like I think of several events in my life where I was just like, this is what I want. This is what we can do. You know, I pray about it, whatever. You know, like ask God or the universe, whatever you believe in. And I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my gut would be like, oh, you don't really want to do that. <laughs> and I was like, in my mind, it'd be like, yeah, let's do it. We got this. And like it would happen. And like within maybe two months, within less than 60 days, I'm like, oh, my God, please just get me right. out of this. Like what? Yeah. You know, I totally get it. <laughs> realize it's like that's where you got to go with your gut. So I absolutely, <laughs> I love it. I gotta well, and I love that gun. you say that too because I think that, and I, I will totally get on my soapbox about this. So pull me back down whenever you need to. <laughs> but there's something in society, women especially, that have been conditioned to separate from our intuition. Um, I grew up in a really religious environment and um, the kind of the line of thinking, well, first of all, everything that's wrong in all of humanity and with all of the world comes down to the sins of a woman. So let's just start there as a foundation. And then from there, let's build on to the idea that we can't trust our emotions. We can't trust our feelings. We can't even trust our thoughts. We can only trust what is supposed to be this other person's 
you know, interpretation of a direct conversation with God. So in that, where does that leave us? You know, we, we can't rely on the intuition that actually God gave us. I am so sorry. My lawn guys are here. That's awesome. They were supposed to come yesterday for the record. Uh, okay. Well, I guess that's a good opportunity for me to put up my soapbox. Seriously, right outside my office. That's, that's, that's all right, because Patty texts me here. She's got like the guy in the office next door or something. She's like, I'm on mute because the guy next door is, I don't know, he's doing something. So I'm oh, just no. Mute. Oh, my gosh, that's too funny. Well, thankfully, there's only like, you know, a really tiny section of grass right yeah. outside my window. So he'll be out somewhere else shortly. That's so all, sorry about that. That's all right. But to the um, yeah. end, like the idea of like coming back to your intuition right. and just what an incredible tool that is in parenting and how often we think we can't trust it. But in reality, I feel like intuition and vulnerability are our two superpowers that we have as parents. Awesome. Listen, folks, if you're listening to the show, open up another browser, go to single parent, the single dot com. Uh, it's something you definitely want to check out. Get registered. Uh, you'll be happy that you did. You're going to learn a lot uh, from this summit. It's a five-day event, uh, 30, oh, 30 speakers, um, and you can, you know, if you know somebody, it, whether it's you yourself or you have a friend that's a, uh, that's a parent or a single parent or whatnot and you want to gift it or pay it forward, uh, you have those options. We'll be posting a bunch of uh, different links and whatnot over the course of the next couple of days and on through uh the days of the summit uh, on Heroes Media Group as well as the Decision Hour. You'll find it on my uh, public figure page and all the other stuff that I'm that I'm on as well as uh, I'm sure Patty will share it because she loves me and uh, she she's good at doing that stuff for me. I'm, I'm sure she will. Right, 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 Patty. Right. Okay, I'm getting off of me. Okay. Right <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tony, you're on a show called the Decision Hour, and. One of the questions that we ask everybody is, is, there's, you know, every day we're faced with decisions and we would like to hear a time in your life where your feet were on the line and you had to make a decision, whether it was um, leaving Starbucks or that corporate job, starting uh, the wedding planning business or starting the single parent, you know, summit or whatnot, but name a time that where your feet were on the line and you had to make that decision and explain to the listeners what that atmosphere was like during that time. Sometimes I think I live in that place. Um, you know, as, as I'm thinking through all the different scenarios that I could give you, um, I'm like, oh, there's this and there's this and there's this. Uh, and I guess that that would be part of it is the idea that the learning and the adventures never stop. Um, yeah, I mean, really, the uh, the corporate job announced that they were doing layoffs, and I literally shot my hand in the air, and I'm like, me, pick me, I'm out, I, I'm done. And part of it, I think, was just, I was so unhappy there, but it was also the ambiguity. I would rather go out on my own and make it happen, like figure something else out, than have this idea of, well, we're going to do layoffs, and we'll let you know in two weeks who's here and who's not. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to fly for me. Right. Yeah. As far as culture is concerned, that was the absolute wrong way to announce layoffs, by the way. This <laughs> <laughs> is a side note. Um, yeah, I think there's that. I think um, even now, like literally now today, in this space of 
putting everything that I have into the single parent summit and knowing the next phase of what I have, you know, I'm resigning from weddings and I've been in this space for 20 years. That's a pretty big decision. Right. Um, my lawn guys would agree apparently. <laughs> extra oomph there. So yeah, I mean, I really, I do think I live in that space and and there's this, um, you know, kind of idea that leap in the net will appear. I've proven that time and time again. And yet at the same time, um, there are some times where I would just really like the net to be there first. (laughs) You know, it just, just because you take the risk doesn't make that it means that it necessarily gets any easier. Got it. Yeah, that's, it's very true. It, 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 it jump and you'll learn to fly as you're falling. And, and I, I tell everybody you're, you're going to get, you know, banged up pretty hard. Uh, but you know, just, just don't give up. You know, that's, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, um, absolutely. We are on time right now. And, uh, before we let you go though, are there any parting words that you would like to say to our listeners? Oh yeah, absolutely. You're doing a phenomenal job right here where you are in this moment. There may be dragons you want to slay. There may be mountains you want to climb. But from right here in this perspective, take a look back and see how far you've come and just celebrate where you are. Because every decision that you've made up to this point has you know, really conspired in a way to bring you here where you can now see all the potential that's in front of you. So just before you keep going, celebrate where you already are and what you've accomplished. I love it. Love it. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure and honor. Thank you. Patty, do you got anything? You know, this has just been a really insightful show for me, and I'm happy I was able to listen. And I had a little bit of noise next door going on. I'm not sure what in the world, like hanging (laughs) photos or something over there. I should have probably played it, though, because Tanya's lawn mowing and then the hammering. It would have been great together. (laughs) It's kind of like life. Things (laughs) pop up, and we just deal with it, and we keep moving forward. (laughs) And just like all you single parents, just – are an amazing inspiration and you're doing a great job. Just keep moving forward. Folks, make sure you check out the singleparentsummit.com. Get registered today. Uh, you'll be happy that you did. And you're going to learn a lot uh, from this. That's all the time that we have today, folks. We want to give a huge shout out to our home network, Heroes Media Group. Go there and check out all the shows that are on the network. Or if you would like to become part of the HMG family, simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Dot com for Patty. I'm Adam. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.